Hello again, everybody. We are going to talk about AI today as I complete this little mini series on the things that I learned and loved about the TBEX conference, Travel Bloggers Conference, but the things I'm sharing are not just for travel bloggers. They should apply to all niches. And the one of the keynotes at TBEX was the president of Content at Scale, an AI article writing assistant software. My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. I have to admit that I went into the presentation with a little bit of a uh, shoulders, my arms were crossed and I had a cross look on my face and I was just like, oh, I'm just so tired of this conversation. I'm so tired of hearing about how somebody's going to use AI to create content and all of us are out of a job. Uh, but I will admit by the end of the talk, I was a little more relaxed and I want to share with you an acronym um, that was taught from the stage. Uh, Julia McCoy is the president and was the person who gave the keynote and um, that how I think the acronym might be the best way to move forward uh, with AI in our world now as bloggers. And then I have um, a little bit of a example. I, I did use their software. I, I run two posts through their software with their free trial. And I have some information to share in that regard. And then just a call to action with some information that came to light um, just this week with regards to AI. So that's what I want to cover with you today. I was really shocked when uh, after Julia's um, presentation, I went and looked and I was like, okay, well, how many people out there are actually using AI to write their content now? And there's an estimation that, are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? 85% of the people who are creating blogs and articles out there right now are using AI to do it. Now, I, I, I say that that number shocks me, but I've, I've read some articles lately on the web uh, looking for this or that, you know, help for this or that. And some of the time it does look like an AI tool actually wrote the content and there's not a lot of help there. Uh, but um, Julia introduced this concept that she calls AIO, AI optimization. So how do you take the the words that come from AI uh, when you're asking it a question like, you know, what, um, you know, what are the things that I should do in my city? Or uh, what's the best, you know, um, bed for my large breed dog, you know, any of those things. And you, and you optimize it. And she actually uh, gave an acronym craft, crafting the content as a framework. And I'm going to share that with you today. But I if, you're, if it interests you, I encourage you to go look for Craft AIO Julia McCoy. You'll find a lot of information out there. But here's the idea that she presented. In the past, it has been the case that an, a writer would spend, let's say, four or five hours writing a piece of content and then another hour or so 
editing the content before it gets published. And I, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I guess I spend about six hours maybe on a, on a blog post. And what she's suggesting is instead of spending that four, five, six hours in the research phase that you use an AI tool, specifically her tool, and I'll tell you why that's a little bit different in a sec, um, to build that the bulk of the content, but then you still give an hour toward the editing process. But the editing process might look a little bit different. So in the end, you're still able to write five, six, seven times the content in the same amount of time. So that's the, that's the proposition. And she says the, the, way, the way that your, your process changed now, again, is that framework, that AIO framework with the acronym CRAFT. C stands for cut the fluff. So there's two reasons to do this. Number one, if you've ever done any experimentation with any AI tool out there, you'll note that they give you a lot of superfluous information to add into your posts. It's really just, I, I don't know if they're trying to meet some sort of, um, you know, word count threshold or, or why that's the case, but it's definitely more information than most of your readers need. And on top of that, we know that one of the things that came out, uh, one of the understandings that came out of the helpful content update is that Google wants you to get to the point quickly and succinctly. So even for those of us who maybe didn't write as much fluff as an AI tool provides, Google's even said now, well, they haven't said it, but it's what, we, what we're seeing from the results of those who are doing well since the helpful content update versus those who, who were um, impacted um, is like, get, it, get to the point fast. Get there fast. Right now. Just be direct. Tell me what you need. Don't give me three paragraphs of an introduction. Give me three sentences of an introduction. So that's the C. Cut the fluff. The R is review, edit, optimize. So review what's there, make sure it makes sense, make sure it's matching the question. You're going to do all the sorts of edits that we would normally do. This is a run on sentence. This needs a more powerful word. This paragraph needs to be broken into two paragraphs. And then you're going to optimize that content. So, you know, how can you do that? Well, maybe it wrote about I'm thinking in the travel space, it wrote about four places, but there are really five places that meet this list. Or um, it gives you a list of dog beds for large dogs. I'm saying that as I look over at my grand dog who's visiting us this week. Um, and maybe, you know, you know from experience that the one that they listed third is really the best one. So you want to move it to the top. Or maybe, you know, all three of them are pretty good, but you have a better uh, affiliate conversion on one of them or a better partnership. So you move that one to the top. So that's the R, review, edit, optimize. The A, add images, visual, visuals, charts, etc. I mean, most of us add images to our posts anyway. We know that any um, unique images are going to go a long way in demonstrating our experience on whatever the topic is. So I would for example, in this example, I would take a picture of my sweet Aspen in the bed that we have chosen for her that she loves. And then 
F is fact check. So if you've ever done any work with AI, you know that they love to lie. So check your facts. If you don't have the direct experience, then you're going to want to check all the facts and make sure that you know that you're actually publishing accurate information out there on the interwebs. And then the T is for trust. So you're going to build trust by including your personal story and your tone. So that's the craft framework. And I'm not going to lie, it's not a bad framework. I think it's fantastic. I think if you have made a decision to be part of the 85%, then this is a type of framework that will set you apart from many people who are just asking the AI tool for content, throwing it over into their blog and crossing their fingers. So the important things here I would say is make sure you're cutting the fluff. Make sure you're optimizing it. You still want to optimize it for SEO. You still want to have the perfect title and you want a great meta description. You want to make sure you're using all your semantic terms in the post. Do the fact checking. Um, but I think that the big thing here is the T, the personal story, the personal tone. So I'm just thinking how um, I could write a post on things to do in Denver and look at the list and go, yep, that's a really great list. Those are all the, all the things that I would have put into an article, but that's not enough anymore. So I need to say, oh, you're suggesting that you go to Meow Wolf. Well, I love this Meow Wolf. It's kind of in a weird location, but once you can figure out how to get there, the parking's not too bad. It's not my favorite Meow Wolf. Like I really like the one in Las Vegas better, but it's absolutely worth doing. Um, you know, all of those, you know, here's what we experienced. I, I went with a teen and a tween and they liked it. And we actually went with another family that had tweens. And so it was, um, it was great for that age group, but it wasn't a great activity for two families to do together. We ended up splitting up, which was great because we both wanted to be at Meow Wolf, but it's not a activity that you want to do if you're with people that you don't get to see a lot and you're expecting to have that sort of uh, multifamily interaction. I mean, these are all the things that I would say to explain like my experience. There's not a restaurant nearby, so you're going to need to get back in your car and go somewhere to eat. I mean, these are all the things that I would share that probably would not come through in an AI tool. But it makes the information more helpful to people who are reading the post. And that experience is what Google wants to see when they're making a decision about how to rank your post. Now, I'm not suggesting that I have to have, if I do a list of 50 things to do in Denver, that I have to have done all 50 of them. But I need to have done more than half of them. And probably those most important ones, and those need to be at the top of the list. So I think that's the, that's the two biggest things. Cut the fluff add your personal story. So here's my experience with her tool, Content at Scale. So it's, and it's, um, I think it's contentatscale.ai, I think is the URL, if you want to check it out. They have a, an option for you to, um, to get two, have two posts written for you at no cost, it's for you to get your, to get your, you know, 
get a taste for what they offer. And that's definitely what I wanted to do. So the first one I, the first one I asked it to write for me was, um, a post about hotels and, uh, hotels that allow pets. I think we talked about this in the affiliate, um, uh, conversation podcast. So I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to be going with Aspen. Like, tell me the pet, these pet friendly hotels and the hotels that came back. So I went through, I, here's actually what I did. I had a list of like, these are all the hotels that I know I want to be included. And I did know ahead of time, which one had won a special award for being pet friendly. And some of them that really charge ridiculous rates and I wouldn't really recommend them. So I had this information beforehand, had it write the post and it did a pretty good job. I mean, if I um, took the craft format and applied it to, to this particular post, I think I would be satisfied. I, I would feel good about presenting it out into the world. I would feel good about putting my name on it. Now, it didn't know which one had won the special award. It was lucky that I knew that and I could move that one to the top and be like, this is the one that you really want. And it um, it didn't know, uh, or it didn't, it might have known, but it didn't share with me um, the prices for everybody. And, I'm, and I don't put prices for anything on my blog because I usually write evergreen content and I don't want to have to keep up with that. But it didn't know, like this one was a ridiculously high rate compared to everything else. So I was able to add that. So because I, and, and it didn't offer me any that were not pet friendly. And then I had a couple others um, that I thought needed to be included in there because they were good names and options like some, it didn't list all the bed and breakfast because that's kind of a special angle. Also some budget hotels. So, um, so I did, um, I didn't really have to do a lot of fluff cutting. <laughs> but um, I did have to add some more semantic terms into the post. I did. Um, I didn't have to do fact checking just because I knew what the right answers were. Um, but otherwise, you might have to do that. But I did have to add the trust component. So I had to say like, based on our experience, and also based on these awards, and based on this and based on that. And um, it I had to I had to um, I'd explain you know, here's why we recommend this one. And here's why we don't recommend this one. Or here's why this one's better. So I still had to bring all of that to the table. The amount of work, it was far less work, far less work than it would have been if I just sat down at the computer and started writing. But what I personally found difficult was taking someone else's text and then applying my own experience to it. So what I ended up doing was like when I had experience with this particular hotel, I just said, I just kind of took out that sentence and or that paragraph and rewrote the paragraph. Um, did it save me a lot of time? I think so. But I don't, I don't know. So again, and that that's one example. So then the next example that I ran was um, a little bit harder. So this one was hotels with balconies in Atlanta. And here's the trick. There's only like one or two. And Pet Friendly Hotel, that's going to be like really prominent on the website if they have pet, accept pets or they don't accept pets. 
balconies, not so prominent. And uh, what ended up happening is the first time I ran it, it gave me two hotels with balconies and um, they actually did not have balconies. And then the rest of the content, like 2,500 words was about rooftop bars, the hotels with rooftop bars. So same concept, right? It's a good view, but I already have a post on rooftop bars. Um, so I didn't need that information and it still didn't answer the question. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting and I reran it. Like I kept changing some, tweaking some things and rerunning it like three times, never got me where I wanted. Um, I did contact support. They gave me, you're only able to, at least in this trial that I'm in, rerun that keyword three times. So she gave me the ability to rerun it again and told me some things to tweak. And I did that. And it's definitely nothing in there that I can use because it doesn't, um, the facts don't work out and the bulk of the content doesn't even really answer the question. So that was a, that was a fail. (laughs) Um, so when I contacted them about that and told her that, and I was like, I, I kind of think this is why, like, it's going to be, you have, you really only know that if you go and go to those hotels. Um, so she gave me an extra free credit and I haven't used it yet. And I'm, I'm going to use it on a different term rather than trying to make that one fit. And so I think it'll be interesting to see how that comes up. But, you know, I don't, is it, um, is it worth investing in? I, I don't know yet. I don't, I don't know because I don't know if it helped me a lot. I don't know if the kinds of things that I write for are really the right things to use AI for. I, d- I don't know any of these, the answers to any of these questions, but they're definitely worth asking yourself um, as you're picking a tool. So that's my, so far, review of Content at Scale and um, the experience that I've had there. So I'm not saying not to use it. Oh, here's the th- other thing I wanted to share with you guys. So there is, um, SEMrush has this ability to use um, AI to write some content. And at least when I ask the support, and I asked like three times in three different ways, because I really wanted to make sure I was understanding this correctly. I'm like, the, it, it only came back with 500 to 700 words, which is very similar to the ex- tests I've run with ChatGPT. And they told me, well, yeah, it's just connecting to the ChatGPT AI or API. So, and it's kind of weird also because they charge you to use it. So the SEMrush AI tool just uses the ChatGPT tool. So it doesn't give you a lot of content and it, it's, it's horrible if I'm, in my experience, my experience with that has been like, there is nothing worth using with that. Um, so content at scale does use a chat GPT API. Um, but it also has two other, um, language learning models that it at proprietary or I don't know if it's proprietary tech or they're, it's just, they're just not sharing their secret sauce. Um, they're like KFC, Um, I think Rick said that. So, but there's, there's three different layers of, um, of AI tech that it's using to write the content. So that's why it's 
definitely different than just using ChatGPT. It's it's different than using Jasper. Um, for any of you who have used that, it's definitely of the ones I've tried. I've never published an article with using AI. Um, I think this pet one is probably the most I've used, um, and it's not published yet. Um, but um, if I were going to go that route, based on the pet hotel, content at scale has been the best. Based on the balcony example, it's just like all the others. So I'm still still weighing it. I just wanted to mention that it is it is a lot more than just one level of um, AI tech. It's actually a three-tiered layer. So just to be fair, I wanted to throw that out there. And here's the last thing I want to share with you on this topic. I'm pausing. Your the, your volume still works. I'm just pausing as I say this. Um, my friend Leslie Harvey tweeted some something very interesting this week about a company she found in my in the travel space, and I'm sure they're in, in every niche out there that um, has articles published that are ranking really well. That at least appear to be written by AI because they're all the same. They all sound the same. (laughs) And um, there's not a lot of personal stories in there. There's like, I was here, but there's nothing to validate that. Can I say that they're only using AI? And I, I cannot, I do not know. I do not know the company or anybody who works there. Um, But what she found alongside that was what appears to be a series of fake authors. So they all have this bio about how they're avid travel writers, but there's, they don't exist anywhere else. Like we can't find them anywhere. Um, except I think it was a fake LinkedIn account. Um, so no evidence of them writing anywhere else. All that they look like they, who knows? I, I don't know what exact truth is. I'm just telling you the way it looks. It looks like they're fake profiles based on the photo and the bio and the inability to find these people anywhere else on the interwebs. Um, so it's, that's really discouraging. And this is what I want to say to you. No one's ever going to fault you for being part of the 85% that uses AI. I mean, we cannot deny this is where the world is going. And I'm definitely using AI. I haven't used it to write content yet, except for the couple of paragraphs in this post that I have coming out. The Pet Hotels is kind of my my full course trial. Still hasn't happened yet. I still got to hit publish. Um, but as the, as the tech gets better, like content at scale is significantly better than Jasper, which is significantly better than ChatGPT. Um, as it gets better, I see myself using it more and more, especially using the craft framework. Um, right now, eh, I'm still going to write my own stories and also hire writers who actually go to places. I'm still, I'm still there as the main focus of my business. But my whole point is this. No one's going to fault you for doing it. But you've got to maintain your integrity. You've got to maintain your integrity. So we're not going to have 13 writers on your site where all, they're all 13 or fake and 
we're not just acknowledging that we're one person who's able to write five times the content because we're, we're using AI to help us do that. And I know there are recipe writers who make five dishes in one day. We're a family who's going on a 10 day vacation and we're going to be visiting like six different cities. So I have at least some experience to help me write that much content. Um, So it's not unheard of to, to be that prolific. So just own it. That's the thing. Just be a person of integrity and just own what you're doing. And if you're ashamed and you feel like you have to hide it, then maybe you're not ready to move to that step. Just own it. Own what your decision is and do it with integrity. And whether you're using AI or not, cut the fluff. Uh, Review, edit, and optimize your content. Add videos and other visuals. Fact check and include components like personal stories and tone that really demonstrate trust. So that's a fantastic framework, AIO or not. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.